Welcome to Deep Dive Radio. I'm your host, Alan James. This show is dedicated to revealing the truth that lies beneath the surface. Are you ready for the truth? Then join me now for another exciting episode of Deep Dive Radio. Good morning. It's Sunday, June 25th, 2023. Episode 20. There's more than one way to skin a cat or how I saved my life with poison. So anyway, where does that old adage, that old idiom, there's more than one way to skin a cat, where does that come from? Well, apparently it dates back to 1854. Sometimes, you know, my research, that's what I found. Back to my grandparents' day or before that. And for you younger generation, it simply implies that there are more than one way to get a job done, any particular job done. For example, if the task was to tighten up a nut uh, down to a bolt, we could use several different tools to do the job. We could use a plier, a wrench. You can even tighten it with your fingers. But what if you needed to make a cut in a piece of paper and had no scissors? Well, you could use a knife, a razor, or even fold the paper over the side of a table or ruler and simply tear it. And what about if you needed to dry your hair after taking a shower? Well, everybody has a hair dryer. You could use a hair dryer. You can use a window fan or any kind of fan or just simply hang out in the sun. You know, I can go on and on, but I think you get the point here. The obvious point is that there is always more than one way to get any particular job done. All right, which brings me to um, the COVID era. So why then did our governments and media insist that the only solution to the problem of the COVID crisis was a damn vaccine? In this case, a mistitled vaccine, because it wasn't a vaccine at all, at least not in the true definition of the word, which, by the way, they conveniently changed the definition of the word vaccine just before the release of this virus in 2020. Amazing coincidence, isn't it? Furthermore, why were scientists and doctors around the world who found alternative treatments vilified? and censored for coming forth with their evidence that these treatments that they were using were having great success. Unfortunately, the answer is always the same. Let's use an analogy. Let's take a look at products that are designed to wear out, so you have to eventually replace them despite having the technology to make that particular product last infinitely. For example, the technology has been around for decades to make a car tire that will never wear out. But the tire companies would only make a profit for a short time and therefore not having profit sustainability kind of makes sense. But if they made enough profit at the beginning, you know, how much is enough? And think about the machines we use in our daily lives and how most of them need to be replaced at some point due to wear and tear. This is no coincidence. This is by design. It's for sustainable profits. Okay. So let's go back to the idea of having more than one way to solve a particular problem, like defeating a virus. If there were a single way to solve the problem, like defeating a virus, think of the potential for profits. But what if there was found to be another repurposed, not under patent drug or drugs that not only worked, but worked better? No profits. It's not under patent. Can't make money off of it. It's on pennies on the dollar. And what about the losses that the VAX companies would take 
because of the cost of development and so on. What a wrench in the cog those repurposed inexpensive drugs would be to big pharma's plans of making big profits from their seemingly miracle cure vaccine that they promoted everywhere. Hey, is this picture becoming clear yet, folks? So the drug companies who pay the majority of ads on mainstream media simply use the media as sock puppets for distributing their narrative through propaganda to the public of how poisonous and deadly any other drugs besides their very profitable vaccine would be. So you better not take it. Are you paying attention yet, folks? So me as a digger immediately smelled a rat, of course, and started my investigation into what the censored doctors and scientists were saying. Doctors like Dr. Pierre Corey, Peter McCullough, Simone Gold, Paul Merrick, Dr. Zelenko, and scores and scores of others around the world were all having great success at curing patients with COVID using many other therapeutic drugs, such as hydroxychloroquine, they call that a poison, ivermectin, they call that a poison, and budesonide. And that's just a few, okay? Just naming a few. I don't want to go through the whole list here. So this brought panic to big pharma, so they had to spew out more propaganda about not only the purpose drugs, but they needed to slander the doctors and scientists that were promoting them. But the problem with that is there's many thousands of doctors around the world that were having great success, as I mentioned earlier. So what to do, Big Pharma says. What to do? Somebody raised their hand and said, oh, I know. Let's collude with not only mainstream media, but social media as well and censor anyone who goes against our narrative. And that way, we could blanket the entire media, the entire planet, with only the science that we want them to hear. You know, but in spite of this, there were still some brave doctors and scientists that didn't buy into the bullshit and outsmarted the bastards and came to the rescue of humanity by creating an avenue for folks to be treated with alternative drugs, like the ones previously mentioned. And again, you know I'm a digger. So I was able to find them. And when I became ill, I was able to find them. Was able to get a prescription of these so-called poisonous horse pills that would surely kill me, according to mainstream media and dickhead Fauci, with a capital D. All right, so it's time for a short break. And when I get back, I'm going to tell you about my experience with the doctor during COVID. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Did you notice there's no advertisements on Deep Dive Radio? That's because I don't want corporate sponsors telling us what to say and what to cover. So that's why we rely on listeners like you for our funding on Deep Dive Radio. If you want to hear the truth that lies beneath the surface, then go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now. All right, so I'm back from the break. And so let me tell you about my experience with the doctor during the COVID. Listen up. Back in 2020, I contacted my healthcare provider, and as you remember, most of us back then only could do televisits, okay? So my doctor comes in on the Zoom meeting, this televisit, whatever they call it, and I explained my symptoms, and here's what she had to say after I was done explaining what was wrong with me. She said, stay home and quarantine for 14 days, and that was it. And then I just said, hey, uh, what do you mean? No treatment, just quarantine? 
no no medicine. What's going to happen here? And she said, with a firm and mean-looking face, I mean, she looked at me like as if I was, a, you know, this big troublemaker. That Because I got sick, I was a troublemaker. <laughs> and she just said, yes. I'll tell you what, that's the last time I used those services. I, that's the last time I used that doctor or that clinic. So then we fast forward to the next year was like March of 2021. And I get some funky thing going out with my chest where, you know, I can't breathe and uh, I'm feeling really sick. I, I can breathe, but if I take more than a half of breath, I start coughing like a crazed lunatic. Anyway, and, and it's something I've never had before with other flus. You know, you, you know when it's different. You know, I've had flus before, many flus and all kinds of other stuff. This one was a little different. I didn't go to the doctor because I assumed it was probably COVID. Anyway, I never got tested. Screw that. So, you know, that prompted me to start digging for alternative treatments. So I went on the internet, went online, and I found the FLCCC and uh, the frontline doctors with uh, Simone Gold. I found Dr. Zelenko and Dr. Joe McCullough. So on the FLCCC site, they had a tab there where you can click on and they had a list of physicians that can give you treatment over the phone. So I, you know, I set up a phone call. They have a, a tab on there where you can connect with a doctor. So I connected with a doctor on a phone call. They did a little uh, questions and answer thing with me. And long story short, I was prescribed hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide, and an antibiotic. I think it was a Z-pack I got. So, but, you know, that was kind of late in the day. They say, you know, it should be early treatment, which is, you know, with it, they want you to get treatment within seven days, five days to have the best results. So, you know, by the time I made the phone call, it was already a week. And, you know, I think I got my medicine 10 days in uh, before the medicine arrived. And I was in pretty bad shape. I mean, I had no energy. Uh, I can only sit in my chair. That's all the energy I had. I sat in my chair and watched movies over and over again. You know, I couldn't take a full breath, like I said before. If I took a, tried to take more than a half a breath, I went into a coughing frenzy. So my recovery, although it wasn't immediate, was slow but steady. Every day I felt just a little bit better. It was kind of a, a long process. I think it was like three weeks before I started feeling completely better. And, you know, I was I started feeling well enough to sit out in the sun. And they say, you know, sun's good for you. It'll help. With a lot of things, vitamin D and just uh, in general health. And then one day I even felt uh, well enough to have a beer. I had one beer, which is, you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't even think about beer. And I'm a, a beer drinker. I love beer. But I couldn't even think about any of that when I'm sick. You know, I had, it was just awful. I thought, is this going to be the end for me? You know? <laughs> so, um, and you know, that lifted my spirits. Sitting in the sun, I had a beer. I was like, wow, this is progress. I still felt like shit, but, you know, it was something. It was better than just sitting on the chair for two weeks. You know, and that's that's kind of when I knew I was on my way back. You know, I, I had a beer. <laughs> uh, anyway, eventually I made a full recovery, and I still have reserve ivermectin in my medicine cabinet, just in case these bastards try to pull this shit again. All right. So what's the moral of the story here? 
Basically, the moral of the story here is there's always more than one way to skin a cat or get the job done. And furthermore, whatever the so-called authorities tell you to do, it's probably sound policy just to do the opposite. So that's a story, folks, of how I saved my life with poison. In summary, what's happened to our healthcare system is a crying shame. We're no longer able to trust the regulators and the doctors that are captured by these institutions who in turn are in bed with big pharma who have an agenda. Unfortunately, they value profits far more than the health of the people. You know, I would go as far as to say they care nothing about you at all. Listen, if you're not happy with the treatment you're getting from your doctor and mainstream medicine in general, there's places you can go. There's alternative places you can go. And I'll list them right here, okay? So take a listen. First up, you can go to the FLCCC Alliance website. Well, you can just type in COVID19criticalcare.com forward slash providers. And they'll have you fill out a questionnaire there, okay? Where you live and all that stuff. And next up, you can go to America's Frontline Doctors site. So you simply go to www.americasfrontlinedoctors.org forward slash medical forward slash hydroxychloroquine forward slash treatment dash kits. I know that's a lot. If you just go to their regular site, America's Frontline Doctors, just click around, you'll get to this, okay? All right, so that's all the time I have today. Thanks for hanging out with me, folks. This is Alan James for Deep Dive Radio. We'll see you every Sunday, 10 a.m. So long now. Hey, folks, did you know that Deep Dive Radio has a store now? That's right. You can go on deepdiveradio.com forward slash store, and you can buy our coffee mug. And now, brand new, we have a T-shirt. So head on over to the store and get your merchandise right now.